Hey, hey, thanks for listening to Moments with Daru podcast. And I'm your host, Modhani. This is season four, and I'm grateful that you've taken the time to listen. This season will have different conversations with remarkable guests who share their life journey, moments of overcoming dire circumstances, and lessons we can learn from them. I will also have solo episodes where I will share my thoughts on day-to-day situations, life events, or aha moments. I do all of this so that you may be inspired, encouraged, and uplifted. With that said, let's dive in. Today's guest is the founder and CEO of Rebirth Custom Brand, as well as a number one Amazon international best-selling author in multiple categories. She's also an actress, model, and motivational speaker. She has gained expertise in sales, marketing, business, and leadership over the years through her experience in entrepreneurship and training. Welcome onto the show, Shay. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm keeping well. Yourself? I'm doing good. I can't complain. Just been very busy these last couple of days. Awesome. So as we begin this conversation, what's your earliest childhood memory? My, oh, uh, is that good or bad? Um, I will not hold you back on that. It's your memory. So feel free to share whatever comes to mind. I went through a lot of things in my childhood memory. Um, One thing that I'm just kind of still learning today as an adult is to let go of some of the trauma things that I went through. You know, it seems like the bad always just seems like it follows you, almost like it haunts you. Um, So that would say um, that I was molested at a young age by someone that played a big role in my life and I had to get, Take it away from my mother uh, for a short period of time while the um, in investigation was ongoing. Thank you so much for sharing that. It is it takes courage to do so, and I appreciate you for that. So how did you overcome the trauma? And if you're still overcoming it, what are the steps that you're doing to stay positive and to not hold the past um, as you rebuild your future? Yeah, so I realized that a lot of things that I went through um, when I became an adult, that trauma um, started to affect my adulthood. So I had to really uh, dig deep and learn how to, you know, forgive the person for I feel like I can be released because you can hold so much anger and things inside of you. So for me, I had to learn how to embrace a healing journey. Um, for me. So I dug deeper into, you know, prayer, um, surrender to God. I did a lot of fasting and prayer, um, which helped me heal um, because I didn't want to carry that weight anymore because I feel like it was hindering me from my blessings, you know, holding on to that hate, that anger. And it was affecting how I was and, you know, even being a mom with my kids, you know, that, that, that wasn't there for um, so I just had to find a way to release and just forgive for I can move forward with my life. Yes, forgiveness doesn't come easy, but forgiveness is necessary for us to let go of yesterday 
and say hello to tomorrow. So what is yes, the, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so what's the one thing that you can say that you're still learning and you're being kind to yourself about it? One thing that I'm still learning is a lot of times when people do things to you or they try to hurt you or they lash out on you or anything that's hurting, um, nine times out of 10, it has nothing to do with you. It has something to do with their own issues or things that they could be going through or hurt and pain that they're going through or the way that they were brought up and didn't have that love. So for me, um, now that I'm a little older, I don't, I guess I don't judge so much. I'm not saying it's an excuse for people to do wrong, but I kind of see like, you know, this person can be this way because they went through this or they have healed or they haven't had no one to love on them or to pour into them, you know? So I try not to judge so much, like so, be so judgmental like I used to be. Nice. Yes. More understanding, less judgment. So for this conversation, you chose the word rebirth. Why rebirth and how is it unfolding in your life? Oh, yeah. So the rebirth came in and it just felt like the period where I was in my life right now was that a rebirth process. Like I was redesigning my life and it came to me when I was really in a dark place. I was in a deep depression. I had just lost my mom um, 30 minutes after we just got off the phone unexpectedly. I went through a real hard uh, breakup. I found out my fiance. Um, was cheating on me with several women at the time. So I was in a dark space. But when I was in a dark space, I was doing a lot of journaling and fasting. And it was just like rebirth kept sticking out to me, kept sticking out. And that's kind of where I feel like I am right now in the rebirthing process, redesigning my life, letting go of the past, with everything that I went through, and just kind of taking that, the feelings, experience that I had bottled up in me for so long, and doing something positive with it. I'm starting an empowerment brand. Nice. Tell us more about your empowerment brand. Yeah, so my empowerment brand, it's launching, um, because of the pandemic, I had to push it back a little bit. So it's launching the beginning of uh, next year. Um, Hopefully by February is the target date. Um, So it's a clothing company um, from, just like I said, recovery from experience that I've been through. And sometimes, you know, we kind of need that that confidence, those little statements, those little powerful statements. We need to wear that to see that. And so that's what it is. It's just an empowerment brand you can put on your shirt and you just get that extra boost about yourself. It's like you're wearing your confidence. Um, so I, and I just want whatever my brand is, I just want to be able to empower, inspire people. And so that's where I got the motivation, you know, from behind um, rebirth. And it's no matter what you go through, you can still make a choice to get over it. You can become a victim or not. And sometimes, you know, you you just need something to remind you, you're not going to be a victim. You can get over it. Yes. Yes, you can get over it. So you mentioned for you to get to the point of rebirth, you did a lot of journaling, fasting. Um, what else can someone do to get to the point of redesigning their lives or rescripting their story? Yeah, so for um, another thing that a person could do is, one, you want to make a choice. You have to want to do it. You know, I tried therapy. Um, I'm not saying nothing is wrong with therapy. But for me, um, in the moment, it wasn't because I was abusing 
um, the prescription that gave me to help me with depression and anxiety because I didn't want to cope with the pain. So you really have to make a choice. It has to be a mindset. And it's not going to come easy. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. But you you want to surround yourself with like positive people. Like I really changed by the people that I I was around like I wanted nothing but positive people around me if anyone was negative around me like you had to go because I felt you were costing my peace so I did a lot of that just uh reevaluating my life you know definitely uh praying fasting journaling and just start pouring into my own life like prophesizing my own life pouring into my own life you know telling myself I'm worthy I'm strong I am enough those little affirmations like that and I continually did it for I still do it to the day it's probably going on three years now but the first 21 days was the hardest because they say 21 days breaks a bad habit and once I really started doing that and made up my mind this is what I want to do I would not let the past affect me anymore you know I would not use that as an excuse to reach my higher purpose I started to see my life change in just like a 360 like it was just like it, it was like a big change so those are some of the things that um helped me and even if um you know you want to find someone that you can talk to someone that you can trust um because what you want don't want to do is you know have so much of that hurt and anger bought up inside of you you know you don't want to walk around with that um so you want to find a way to you know release those things I agree with you. Release it so that tomorrow can come in afresh and new. What's one challenge that you are navigating currently in your life? Uh, one challenge I would say that I'm navigating is balance. Just learning to maneuver and balance everything from, you know, a mom, business standpoint. We just had the book release, getting that ready for a book tour. Um, you know, to my personal, to make sure I'm spending time with family, make sure I'm in my word and making sure I'm having my own self-care. So just kind of learning to find a balance um, with everything. And that's what I would say is my biggest kind of struggle right now. Just learning how to balance. I think for everyone who's listening, balance is something we are still learning and we just need to extend grace to ourselves. Feel or when in your life, did you feel least comfortable in your skin? Least comfortable in my skin? Yes. I would say going back my early adulthood. And the reason why I say I felt least comfortable is because when I became an adult, I kind of, it went back to my childhood again. I wasn't comfortable. I didn't feel loved. I feel like I had abandonment issues. You know, I just wanted to be, you know, loved. And I feel like what I went through you know, I question, you know, why me? Why this happened to me? Why did I have to experience these things? You know, why did I have to move out the house with my, you know, at the time my dad was, um, you know, in prison and I didn't even tell my dad um, the things that happened to me in my childhood until, you know, I wouldn't say just like two years ago because I was afraid. I never wanted my dad to, you know, go back to prison you know, anything like that. So I would say my early adult childhood, that's when I felt least uncomfortable. Like I just didn't feel loved at all. I feel unwanted, like rejected. Yes. So how are you feeling within your body, within your skin currently? How do you feel currently? Currently, I feel amazing. Like I feel like I just let 
a lot of weight go. Um, prior to the book coming out, this was probably like my first time ever talking about this publicly. No one pretty much didn't never know that some of the things that I went through. Um, so I'm just starting to share it publicly, like some you know, family members that was close to me knew, but no one like ever public. I never addressed it. But I feel I feel amazing. I feel like I'm in a good place spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. And I feel like I'm at my best version of myself that I've ever been. I love that. And may you continue sharing your story because your story is a source of encouragement to those who may be struggling, those who are trying to stop being a victim and just taking ownership of their lives. So kudos to you and keep on shining. Thank you so much. Yes. And it's still a learning process. You know, I don't have all the answers, but I'm just, I'm just learning. And I, like I said, I think the, the main thing is the battlefield of the mind. That's one of the hardest things to change. And once you get that deep down inside of you, you want to make a change everything else has come full circle. Yes. So what are you teaching your children currently about life and being overcomers and, you know, embracing their futures? What are you teaching them? Yeah, I'm always teaching my kids. The main thing, one thing that I'm always teaching my kids is never be afraid to talk to me about anything. Because when I was growing up, we were taught what goes in the house, stays in the house. And, you know, I never want my kids to feel like they can't talk to me about anything. And I'm always pouring into them, um, you know, letting them know you can be anything that you want to be, you know, make sure you're treating people with kindness, how you want to be treated. You know, I'm raising them to be leaders and not followers, you know, to be disciples. You know, I just want them to do great and whatever I can do to help them, um, just make sure I'm pouring into them and supporting, you know, what they want to do. Like my son, he has, he's uh, 14, he just turned 14 and he has his own cooking business. So a lot of my time is pouring into that, even though I'm busy trying to juggle everything as a single mother, I'm making sure like, you know, my son, this is what you want to do. I'm taking the time out with him to pour into his business, to support his dreams. And, you know, my daughter, she's big into gymnastics and um, basketball. So again, I'm making sure that I'm taking that time to support them that show them that you know you can be anything that you want to be and mommy is going to support you I don't care how tired I am how much stuff I've got I have going on you guys are always going to come first you're my priority yes we need to encourage the younger generation to pursue their dreams and to just be all that they desire to be if your younger self was seated across you right now what would you tell her I forgive her Mm. It wasn't your fault. And I will also tell her the things that you went through, it had nothing to do with you. It was for you to help and heal other people. Mm. You were the chosen one. Those are some of the things I would tell her. Those words are so powerful. And the one thing that stands out for me is you are chosen. Help someone understand whoever's listening that they are chosen, they're not a mistake, and they're here on this earth to fulfill purpose. Yeah, so everybody, you're going to go through things in life. Some may be, you know, different experiences in life, but we all are chosen. We all have a purpose to fulfill. And for me, I had to learn through, now that I'm an adult, is some of the things, a lot of the things that I went through, it wasn't for me. 
it was to help heal someone else because how can I help and heal someone if I haven't experienced anything, you know, so I can better cope and understand with someone and relate. Like it wouldn't be authentic for me to tell you how to heal or how to get over this if you never went through this. You know, some things are going to be, you know, some things could be harmful and some things could be hurtful. Most of the things that we go through in life are, you know, hurtful, but it's that pain to build you, to strengthen you. And sometimes you discover your purpose when you're in pain. I agree. And when you're in that moment, you're like, why me? Why? And then in hindsight. Why me? Right. (laughs) And then in hindsight. It was like, wow, this was worth it. Yeah, you're like, this is it. So I can help others and make sure that their journeys are shorter as they heal and become the best versions of themselves. Yes, and that's kind of how I came with rebirth. It's almost like, you know, you're in the ugly stages. You're in the first trimester. You're going through all the different things of, you know, the nausea, the vomiting, some people's skin break out. You know, you can't hold no food down. You're like in the ugly stages and you're going through all this different pain and, you know, you start off cramping just all these different experiences in your body you're not getting used to it but it's like when you reach that tr- third trimester and you're getting ready to give birth and then you're having contractions you're having more pain but when you get when you birth it it's like a beautiful masterpiece like wow everything I went through was worth it if I knew I had to go through this I'll do it again yeah and that's how it is in life you know, we're in birthing stages, you know, it's going to get ugly, it's going to get uncomfortable, you're going to have sleepless nights, you're going to be in pain, you're going to hurt. But once you give birth to your purpose, and find out who you are, it's like, wow, you know, it's a beautiful masterpiece. It's a beautiful thing. I couldn't agree more. So to the listeners, when you do give birth to your purpose, it's very important that you protect the baby and shield it from negative influences. And I just want to ask you, Shay, have there been moments where you thought that your baby now, quote unquote, your purpose was going to be destroyed or, you know, stolen away from you by negative influences? Um, Yes, most certainly. And I think that comes in with, you know, fear because everything I'm doing right now is definitely outside of my comfort zone. And I had a, a another brand with another business partner and that didn't work out well. Um, so, but now I feel like, like you said, this is my baby, it's all me. But I feel like for me, it's what's for me is for me. So nobody can say anything, nobody can take it away because what God has a purpose for me, what he's calling me to do, it's for me. And so that's one thing that I keep in my mind. Nobody can take it away. Nobody can do what I'm going to do, you know, for my brand. We may have the same ideas, but no one can do it. And when you really know what your purpose is and what your, you know, your calling is, nobody can take that away from you. You can have naysayers, you're going to have negativity and things of that nature. But for me personally, I don't let negativity get to me. Um, That's one thing I kind of mastered a lot is not worrying about the outside negativity. Now, it's a difference between negativity and criticism. Like, I can take that. But when you're just being negative, um, I learned to not not adapt into that, not to give it attention, not to give it my energy. I, I redirect my energy into something positive. And so, like I said, what's for you is going to be for you. 
100%. What's for you is going to be for you. What's the best piece of advice that you have received? Um, the best piece of advice that I received is just something that my mom always told me. And I didn't get it um, when I was younger. But now that she's passed away, she always told me, just keep God first and stay true to yourself and you'll just be, you'll be just fine. And that's what I'm learning. You know, I'm not going to always keep, you know, God first, no matter what I go through in life, you know, and I always stay true to myself. I'm not going to pretend to be someone else that I'm not, you know, and especially being in the industry, how I've kind of, um, you know, did a little bit of the film industry and things like that. A lot of people, you know, sell their souls and become things that they're not. And for me, I'm I'm just not. I just feel like it, it's not real. It's not authentic. Like, I'm going to be me. I'm going to stay true to myself. I'm going to stand on my values, my morals, my integrity. You know, that's important to me. Um, so those are some of the advice. Um, that would be some of the best advice that I would say I got from my mom. Like, she always instilled that in me. But like I said, that when I was younger, I really didn't understand what she was talking about. But now I'm an adult. I understand it. I, I hear you. <laughs> Your younger self or my younger self is like, nope, she doesn't understand what she's talking about. Let me do my own thing. And then you get older and you're like, no, she knows what she's saying. Right, right. <laughs> so to switch gears a little bit in our conversation, I'm going to ask you some questions. Don't overthink them. Um, whatever comes okay. to mind, do share. So the first question is this. Okay. When do you feel the most in control? I'm like a control person. I like to have be in control things the way that I like to control things. But I'm learning. Sometimes I can't take control of everything, if that makes sense. True. It makes sense. Um, and then also with the aspect of God. Yeah. He, he's in control of everything and you just have to surrender to him. Right. And that and that's well, that's what I'm learning. So I'm so used to trying to be in control. But now it's like I was like, that's why you bumped your head a few times. You want to be in control. Let me be in control. Let me be your navigation. Let me drive you or whatever. So now I'm learning to uh, not get so, I guess, my anxiety and things and just kind of, you know, pace things and let God lead me, make sure I'm getting discernment or hearing his birth, his voice, or the word. Um, to make sure I'm making the right decisions and going the right way that God wants me to go. Not the way that I want to go, that I think I should go, but the way God wants to lead me. Yes, where he wants to lead us. What would you do with $10 million if you received it today? Um, what would I do with $10 million? I definitely were, uh, more so foremost, uh, give back. I, I love giving back. Um, and I want to do something for women. Um, you know, women, we do a lot. We take on a lot. We go through a lot of trauma. We go through a lot of things, you know, in life. And I would like to, like, maybe, like, open up a school uh, for mothers where, it, especially moms that have, you know, young kids, single moms that doesn't have help, or maybe they can focus on school, like a trade, and do things that they want to do, but have that help and that support. Um, I also would give back in a lot of communities, um, you know, help um, the less fortunate. Um, I like giving back um, a lot. So those would be some of the things that I, I, I would like to do. I definitely want to do something uh, for women though. And I am, even if I don't have the 10 million, I still would do it because I feel like, you know, we need that. We need a lot more women supporting women. You know, we go through a lot and 
I had posted something the other day. It was like, I remember those times I broke down in a, in a, in a shower so my kids couldn't hear me and then popped out like super mom, like I'm a superhero. But we, we hold so much weight and we go through so many things. And I really want to do something for women to help and up, uh, uplift women. And, you know, we just need that support. May God bless you to continue doing so. Yes, we, as women, we need more support and more encouragement. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? I would definitely say, you know, it's like an ugly space the world is in right now. We need to love on each other. You know, we need love. It's a lot of, I feel like it's a lot of hatred, angry people, and we just need to love one another. Everybody is going through different things. You know, no matter if you're rich or if you're not rich, everybody is dealing with different things. And I think the world today is in needs love. It's like everybody's so divided. You know, everybody's so against each other instead of coming together. And, you know, there's power in numbers. It coming together and doing great things. I think the world needs more love and, you know, stop being so much judgmental and having so much hate against each other and just love one another. Yes, more love, less hate. And how do you want to be remembered? I would want to be remembered. Uh, I want to, you know, leave my legacy. I want to live for my family. Um, I want to be remembered as honorable, loving, had a great heart. I was authentic um, and that I served my purpose and did everything that I was supposed to do in a righteous way. Um, Those are some of the ways that I would want to be remembered. You know, people like Maya Angelou say, um, people will forget what you said, but people will, won't forget what you did. And that's one of the ways I want to remember is by giving back, loving each other, pouring onto people, instilling in people, um, making a difference in people's lives. Whether if it's, you know, 10 or 1, as long as I know if I made a difference in someone else's life, um, that's how I want to be remembered on a positive note. And may God bless you with that. So in closing, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners that is still on your heart or mind? Um, one thing that I would share is, you know, like I said, in the beginning, we all go through things in life, but don't be defeated by the experiences that you go through. Everything that you go through, um, whether it's negative, look for a learning experience in that negative. And then you take that into whatever your purpose is, whatever your desire is and you put it into that you know don't put too much energy onto um, something negative turn around and use it for something positive and that's something that I did and like I said it's not going to be easy but it's going to be necessary because sometimes that pain push you into your purpose into your destiny and so you never know why you had to go through the pain and purpose that you went through but I guarantee you once you change your mindset and if you just kind of sit back and look at things from a different perspective, you will see that your purpose is somewhere connected to that pain. Use your pain for purpose. Make that pain pray for what you went through. I'm writing down what you've just said. Use your pain for purpose. So Shay, I want to appreciate you for taking the time to have this conversation with you or rather with me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I enjoyed it. So dear listeners, wherever you're listening from, I hope you'll hold on to some few words. And some of them could be 
what's for you is for you and use your pain for purpose. So until next time, take care of yourselves. Mm -hmm.